was in China this time last week with the Prime Minister. How was that? Welcome home. Oh, thank you very much. It's wonderful to be back. Oh, fantastic. All right, well, there's a bit going on, and, well, there always is a lot going on in the world of, uh, of politics. Chris Hipkins is, is making a, a foreign policy speech today ahead of his European trip. Uh, what's that all about? Well, it's an interesting one because it's the first foreign policy speech that Chris Hipkins has done. And I mean, it's not really saying all that much because he's only been in the job for about five or six months. But it still is quite significant because we haven't really had much of a foreign policy blueprint from the prime minister. So hopefully we're going to get a little bit of an interpretation about where he sees New Zealand and its place in the world today. But it comes sandwiched in between his trip to China that he came back from on Saturday last week and his um, trip to Europe. And he's jetting off a few hours after the speech today um, at about, um, or later tonight, he's leaving to go over to Europe. So hopefully we're going to get a little bit more of a blueprint. As I understand it, it's not going to be a big policy announcement or any seismic shift in New Zealand's foreign policy stance. But it's still going to be interesting to see um, what he says and the diplomatic language that he uses. You mentioned that he's off to Europe. I mean, I know that he's going to he's got a NATO meeting in Lithuania. What is what does Chris Hipkins hope to get out of that meeting? Well, his first stop is actually Brussels, where he's signing a free trade agreement between New Zealand and the European Union, which is a, is a big deal, and your listeners will know how protected that European um, dairy market is um, and um, getting New Zealand in the door for that one is a, is a big deal. So I've actually said this before. You know, I give the government quite a bit of stick. But when Jacinda Ardern came into office, she said one of the things she wanted to do was get a, a number of free trade agreements across the line and improve trade deals across the world. And she and Chris Hipkins have done exactly that. So kudos for them. But then, yes, they head to Lithuania afterwards, Chris Hipkins um, and his um, entourage and a few media traveling as well. Um, and there, that is for the NATO conference. And of course, Ukraine and Russia's invasion will be front and center um, of the agenda there. Will they be flying Air Force One and Two, or will it be um, a public uh, flight? <laughs> no, they're giving old Betty a rest, which is the name that we affectionately use for the plane. We haven't named the second one yet. Maybe Beatrice, Betty and Beatrice. So um, the twins are getting a rest, and he's going for commercial this time. Uh, interesting piece on news last night. Ninety-nine days out from the election, it was a hundred yesterday. And in the state of the nation, they went around the country in different regions asking people just who they were going to vote for. Pretty tight, really. It's going to be a very tight election, isn't it? It is going to be the tightest one that we've seen in a while. And I think if you're looking at the two major parties, National and um, Labour, very almost neck and neck in most polls. They're both sitting around about 35-ish. I mean, the National has been edging up lately. But I think the battle is going to be of the minor parties, or uh, these days, not even that minor. I mean, you look at ACT, and they've been soaring in the polls. And since they came in with their um, absolute mammoth election victory, Last year, I mean, the right might have suffered badly and Labour got a historic majority, but the ACT Party did very well out of the last election, and it's only been building on that momentum. And so it's going to be interesting to see how many MPs they're actually going to bring into Parliament, because I think they're going to do pretty well, whereas the Greens have kind of remained a bit static and stagnant. And so in the battle is between the minor parties, and I think that the, the white bloc is well and surely winning that one, but the Greens will hopefully will be looking to boost their vote this weekend with their annual general meeting, uh, with their um, election year Congress and their an- annual meeting, which um, kicks off on Saturday and Sunday. And no doubt there'll be a couple of big announcements out of that one, won't there? 
Yeah, well, they need something to kind of put them back on the agenda and make them sort of bring them to life and voters' minds, um, because, as I said, a little bit stagnant in their vote at this stage. Chris Luxon still seems to be struggling for identification, for people to recognise him as, as the leader, doesn't he? He doesn't quite have that X factor. Well, the problem he has, and it was always going to be a problem, is that he is relatively unknown because he's still relatively new to politics. He only came in in 2020. And if you think about Judith Collins, she came in in the the early 2000s. So she'd been around for more than 20 years or about 20 years or so before she became leader. And she was extremely well known. She was a minister before that. And then you had Simon Bridges before. Oh, there was Todd Muller as well. I always forget that guy. But Todd Muller was there for a while. He was at least there from 2014. And Simon Bridges was there from 2008. So all Mm. of them had at least some sort of name recognition. Um, And Christopher Luxon was always going to struggle in that degree. Now, a lot of people know that he was the chief executive of Air New Zealand. But outside of that, there's not a lot known about him. So I think that's one of the areas where he's really and the National Party are going to be pushing this election. In shock horror, we haven't lost any Labour ministers or cabinet ministers this week. No, I mean, they'll be they'll be breathing a sigh of relief that they've actually had a week where nobody's had to leave. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, Chris Hipkins is out of the country, so the top thing on his mind will be, please, please all behave. Stay in your lane until I get back, because I don't want to be dealing with this when I'm overseas talking about the Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jason, nice to chat, mate. Have a great weekend. Cheers, mate. You too.